Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes, episode 170, the Dodge Demon 170, which is a car. I am Trey, joined only by Cam Agderholm. Tucker and Dylan are out at the bar putzing around. We're already 30 minutes late. Who knows where they are? They were at the bar together, and now they're gone. They're not here. So we're going without them. Cam, how are we doing? Executive decision to go without them. I'm worried. I am worried. Small part of me thinks that they're gone forever, and it might just be us for the rest of the show. It's very possible, more than likely, actually. They just um, stopped answering. They started drinking, and maybe they drank too much. But that's the name of the show. It's the name of the game. Happy to be here. Maybe they'll join soon. Episode 170. Um, Dodge Demon. Yeah, I looked that up as well. Don't know what that is. Never heard of that car. Is it, is it I don't know. I have no right? idea. I have no idea. Dodge Demon 170. That's the first thing that came up. Uh, all right. Winners and losers. Uh, Tony Finau, not Masters champion. Um, Tiger Woods pulled out Cam. So he could have listened to your take and maybe things would have been different. Yeah. I think that they, they would have. I think I'm going to read more into this. I bet you they offered him a card. And he said no and decided to leave instead of taking the card. Um, I, I bet you that's what happened. So, big loser. It's a gallant move, gallant move. Um, I have a big winner for Cam. Uh, Cam with the big bet tonight on the Bulls. Uh, Bulls were down big, but they came back and they won. And, and we had a bunch of our buddies who were all in on the bet. Help, help me win uh, 15 bucks. So, uh, where where'd that come from, Cam? Um, so, I was scrolling through Twitter. And I see an image of it, it just said playing Pat Bev. And I remembered last year Pat Beverly on the Timberwolves when they won the playoff game and he took off his shirt. Uh, the whole the whole Timberwolves team was, was like took off his shirt, was uh, like got up on the table, the scoring table, and started going crazy with the crowd. And uh, that's the energy Pat, Patrick Beverly gives to your team. And I think I thought he was going to do it again. Now, granted, one of the worst games I've ever seen, seen him play. Um, three points, but it's all the Pat Best factor. He was there, and now Tucker's here. So, Tucker is here. I have yeah. one today. At least Tucker's Tucker. alive. We don't know if Dylan's alive. He still could be dead. Or Dylan. I, follow, I, I don't know. Dylan left, but I guess he's got a much longer drive than me, but he left like significantly, like 10, 15 minutes before me. We're not seeing it. All right, no more, no more, no more. Dylan's dead joke till we get confirmation that he's alive because that's actually frightening. Um, all right. Uh, also, loser Cam. During this bet, you were just immediately like, "Up, oh, too many people on the bet. Up, oh, they're not going to win." Oh, and then they get a lead, and you're like, "Up, oh, game over. They win. Like they're winning." Blah blah blah. Like it's have, you, have you never bet on a game before, dude? Like I it's get it if it's. Strategy. If it's head-to-head bets and you're trying to, like, jinx the other person, I get it. But we were all on the same tie. Nope. Dylan is alive. Dylan's alive. Dylan's alive and well. Dylan. Perfect time. Um, Dylan, did you also get another bet? He doesn't have his headphones on yet. Give him a second. There he is. Dylan, were you both money line game? Hello, hello. Are we live? We're live. We're live. We are a Bulls podcast, baby. Okay. <laughs> I, I've never thought that one text would just get an immediate nine people on board. I love it. 
Um, Trey, it was all part of the strategy. Uh, and we're ride or dies out What's that? We're ride or dies out here. And I just to tell you guys right now, I don't care who the Timberwolves are betting, playing tomorrow. I'm betting on the Timberwolves. They're playing, yeah, the Pelicans or somebody else. Is it the same race? If it's the Pelican versus Timberwolves, it's my two favorite teams. I mean, the, the, the Pelican is not is not an athlete, so you can't go from them. That's uh, a good point, though. But is Zion playing? He dunked in warm-up, so if he's not playing, there's no reason. Uh, Trey, by the way, um, another winner, the Lakers beat the Timberwolves. They won, so they are still alive and well for my Lakers one ship take. Heat ball. That's an L for me. I'm going back and forth with the Lakers this year. Are the Heat done? The Heat aren't done, done though, right? Nope. Nope. They play the Bulls. So that's going to be interesting. I got to go against my against my uh, my bet to my team. I'm not going to bet on Bulls. Just want to give a quick shout out to the beverage tonight. P.S. Winery Red Zinfandel. This is rare. It's a rare bottle. This is tough to get your hands on. All right. So I just want to give a shout out to PS Winery. I don't know if we ever discussed PS Winery on this podcast before, but solid oh, winery. What does PS stand for? Pignatelli Sorrentino. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah this is the home home brew, as it's known. It's actually not bad this year. This vintage. I have a twenty. I have a twenty twenty made in the No Corona Zona, as you can see on the bottle. The um, no Corona Zona. So shout outs PS Winery. Get involved if you want some. You can buy shares in PS Winery, and I think that's how you get bottles. I don't know how it works. I don't you buy shares. I, I guess so. I don't is know. Is this a publicly traded stock? I believe so. Yeah, they they went public recently, um, but I think you just have to pay and you get a box of wine. I don't know. I get a bunch of free wine from PS Winery. I'm a sponsored athlete, so all right. They sponsored. Please let your people know that Patrick's Pub would like to buy shares in the PS Winery. All right, I will. I'll, I'll, I'll set up the business connection. Maybe I'll see if PS Winery wants to toss us a few dollars, buy us some mics, and uh, they can become the official sponsor of the podcast. Dylan is actually dead. Dylan's dead. He left. Dylan left. Passed out. Saw him die. <laughs> uh, right. um, I wouldn't mind the box that way. Last winners and losers before we go on to waste the takes. Cam has taken home a point for the poll. I forget oh. which it was. One. There were two polls. Dylan won one. There were two polls. Uh, Spoil- spoiler alert, Dylan won. But um, Cam won for his number zero take in the NFL from two weeks ago. Um, three votes this on that poll. Bullshit, because I don't have Twitter anymore. Three votes on three votes on the poll. So <laughs> and nice. four votes on the second poll. Uh, three of them going to Dylan for any professional athlete for a major four sport could be the best bowler in the world in six months. Great so team. I updated the scores. Cam, I th- back up I to seven. Need to go to move to Instagram. I think you just need to make yeah. a new Twitter. You just need to bite the bullet and make a new Twitter. I'm not ready to sack. I, I went through my old tweets the other day. I'm not ready to lose it. <laughs> I would like to announce right now. That Elon Musk is banned from the podcast. He cannot come on the pod. He did not help our friend Tucker out. He did not get him his Twitter back. Banned. Yes, Elon. No, no, no. I want Elon on the pod because I want him to answer for his crimes. I I think we need to release a list of all the people we've banned from the podcast so far. I believe Kanye is banned. Um, I believe 
I'm trying to think of who else we had Did banned. We, I think we need to post this, though. Yeah, we need to come up with the list of everybody that's been banned from Wasted Takes and uh, and release it. Um, all right. Wasted Takes. Uh, I got a take. I'm so sorry. You still have zero points, correct? I have one point. Unbelievable. You have one? Yeah. How? Who? I won like three three weeks ago. Oh, no. I might have been in Hawaii. I think you were in Hawaii when I won. But I have, okay, I'm have. i on the board. I have one point. Still a very, I won the point, right? You won a point, Dell. Yes. Woo! Uh, still a very bad year for me so far. Really, really not a good showing. Just hasn't been my year, boys. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. It's 2023 just hasn't been my year. Um, all right. Ways to take. I got to take. I know Cam has to take. Cam, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Um... It doesn't matter to me. Mine's, mine's Lamar-esque, and I'm doing a 360 on my old take. It really doesn't matter. Uh, well, you've already started, so just go ahead. Okay. So I, I recently made the Lamar's going to the Jets take. Not recently, I guess. Two months ago, three months ago. Um, I'm going to have to 360 on it. I mean, things happen. News comes out. It just doesn't look like it's going to happen. So if it does happen, I'm a loser. I never made that take. You can't, you can't hold me to it. Um, I got some inside scoop on Lamar. The CEO of my company, we had a meeting, um, and our CEO, uh, Maryland guy, um, good friends with, with John Harbaugh. So he was telling the whole company, which I don't know if Harbaugh did this, but he did it anyway. Uh, I was on, he said, I was on the phone with my friend John Harbaugh the other day, Coach Harbaugh, good friends, um, hope to meet him someday. And I was talking to him about, Comparing, you know, getting good talent and keeping good talent and uh, recruiting good talent. And they got talking about Lamar. He said, well, what's going to happen with Lamar? And Harbaugh was was asked. Tomorrow Jackson will be a ring. One way or the other, he's going to be a ring. He wants Lamar. He wants Lamar. He raised Lamar. Now, obviously, money's a big thing. He said, if he becomes a Raven, it's going to be a one-year deal. It's going to be a one-year deal, and where it got even crazier that he was telling you this, he started putting money figures out there. He said it's possible, and this is where my take comes in, that it's going to be an incentive about one year, $45 million guaranteed, with incentives of $15 million if he wins the Super Bowl and $10 million if he wins the AFC Championship. I didn't know, I don't know anything lower than that. Um, if there was like a playoff win incentive or anything, but it was 45, one, Lamar Jackson will re-sign the Ravens at one year, 45 million with guaranteed with incentives of 15 million to win the Super Bowl and 10 to win the AFC championship. That's my take. Give me the numbers one more time. 45 guaranteed, 15 to win, 10 to make championship. With whom? Ravens. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's going back to the Ravens. I don't know about the numbers. I'm not a capologist. I don't think cap's real. Um, so I kind of ignore it. I, I kind of ignore it. But I think he's going back to Ravens. I don't think there's anywhere else he can go. I mean, I think nobody will give him the contract. Um, and obviously, they're gearing up to get him back. Signing Odell. Huge move. Um, the question is... I mean, if he gets the numbers you're talking about, he probably won't sit out. But uh, if he gets anything lower, he probably will. 
uh, hold out. Although maybe the Odell thing changes his mind. That's the best receiver he's ever had on that team, outside of Mark Andrews, who's a tight end. It was a FaceTime screenshot. FaceTime screenshot yeah. of Lamar and Odell. Uh, looks like they were having a couple laughs. Oh, I didn't see up. that. I didn't see that. Yeah, then this is a lock. He's coming back. I don't know about the numbers, but uh, he's he's coming back. Dill? Um, I mean, yeah, I think Lamar is going back to the Ravens. Um, I think if something were to happen, it would have already had happened. Um, the money, though, I feel like 45 is steep. Um, so I would think it's going to be less than 45. I don't hate the incentive bonuses, though. Um, well, Daniel Jones just got 40. Yeah, well, I don't like Lamar. So I don't think 45 is good. I'm going, I'm going uh, less than 45, but I like the incentives. Chuck? I think Lamar, so I don't care about the money, if I'm being honest with you. But I think Lamar got a reality check um, the last couple of months where like everyone's like, pay Lamar, pay Lamar, pay Lamar. Like, how are you not paying this guy? And then there, and then it was like, okay, now anyone can pay Lamar. And everyone's like, pass. Like every single team in the NFL was like, yeah, no thanks. Well, we don't really want to give up anything for Lamar and, I feel like he's got to be in a more reasonable headspace at this point. He's like, you know what? Apparently, if a guy that's never won a – has he won a playoff game? Yeah, he's one and three, I think. He's one and three in the playoffs, has an injury history. Like, you know what? Maybe I'm not God's greatest gift to her. Um, I don't know if it's that or – I mean, I think, I think the wake-up call is just like everybody's not the Browns. They're not all stupid. So – it's like the Browns did something very, very dumb that everybody hated. And now Lamar's suffering because of it because he expected that the league was kind of just moving forward as it does, you know, every couple of years. Oh, this guy's the most paid. Oh, this guy's the most paid. But the Browns just went, nope, this guy's going to be the most paid forever. And now the quarterback's and no one, And everyone's like, well, that's the new standard. And the rest of the NFL is like, it's not. Yeah. That's just them. All right. Uh, I got to take. So – we're a couple weeks into the baseball season now. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been watching it all. I, I imagine Dylan probably has. Um, I have. Oh, well, I don't have Nesson, so I've only caught a few games. I have. Oh, well, I was wrong. Uh, I, I don't have Nesson, so I've only caught a few games. But the Red Sox game last night or the night before, I can't last remember. Last night was 1-0. to zero. Yeah. Two hours. Two hours. Yeah. On the dot. Awesome. Um, so the pitch clock, I watched the um, I watched them play the Tigers the other day where they blew them out. And the first on Easter, I believe it was. And the first inning, they – or the first four innings were like bop, 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 bop. The game slowed down because the Red Sox started putting up a freaking number. But still, the first four innings were like I fell asleep, woke up, and it was the fourth inning. Um, so pitch clock, I think, has been a huge success. Uh, I really like it. I think it's the right move for the game. There's some pitchers out there that are crying about it. Shut up. Do your job. You're getting paid millions of dollars. You're fine. Um, I don't think the product has suffered. Um, they all, the other rule changes too. The shift stuff, base hits are up, I believe. 
But I think the MLB is going to take a look at the pitch clock and be like, all right, we got something here. You know, we're, we're, we're timing this game now and it's going smoothly. I think they're going to overstep. I think in the next 10 years, the MLB is going to continue to add timing rules to the game. So I've been trying to think about this. I thought about maybe just a game time in general at the end of two and a half hours. Whoever wins, whoever's Game's up over. wins. Um, I've thought about uh, maybe eliminating base runners. And, you know, if you throw to first within three seconds, he's out. Um, I've thought about hitting home runs. And uh, if the ball's in the air too long, uh, you're out. Doesn't count. You got to hit it out fast. Um, so <laughs> I don't know exactly. I mean, this is a waste to take. I don't know exactly what they're going to do. But I'll say, I guess I'll go with the with just the general the MLB will institute a rule that if the game goes past two and a half hours, whoever's winning will be declared the winner. The MLB is going to overstep. Huge mistake. It's going to tank the league, bring them right back into the dregs. Uh, that's my take. Yeah, I mean, I hate this. Uh, I hate it too, but I'm just saying, the, you brought Manfred's an idiot. I also think you're wrong. I don't think the MLB would ever do this because if you think a single one of the old head MLB writers wouldn't lose their minds and like strike baseball, like they like I can promise you, all the old heads would just strike. Never watch another baseball game until they bring back baseballs. Like real, like it would be a whole thing. It'd be a strike. It'd be incredible. I, I mean, I'm rooting for it because it would lead to A plus content, but it won't happen. I mean, the name of the show is Wasted Takes. I'm trying to deliver a wasted take. Uh, Dill. Um. Yeah, this will never happen. Um. In terms of trying to speed up the game, other things that they've done, which aren't really touched on, is. The amount of time in between innings is shortened. Like pitchers don't get as many warm-up pitches. It's just a shorter amount of time, which to me seems counterintuitive because they're trying to make more money and they they make all they don't make all of their money, but they make a lot of money off ad revenue. Um, at least the the people who are like putting on the event, like Nesson or ESPN or whatever. So that seems a little counterproductive, but um, I think they need to bring back the bullpen carts. The bullpen cart, the guy used to come out of the bullpen, a little golf cart used to pick him up, drive him to home plate, a lot faster. That's There's actually walk in there. That's a great idea. What bring if, back the golf cart. What if they didn't bring it back, but they instituted a rule that if your reliever doesn't get to the mound in 15 yeah. seconds, he can't come into the game? I like that rule. I mean, I should be in charge of rule changes. I came up with a rule change back in high school revolving, involving guns that I think I've discussed on this podcast before that I still think would make an excellent product. Um, Cam? I think you put that on the show. I did. Um, I, don't think, I don't think this is a bad take at all. I think it's the it's it's name of the show take. It's wasted. And you're just trying to, you're trying to create something different for yourself. 2023 here. i am it's not working um, i don't know you're trying something new every week and i love it for you you know come out of your shell a little bit um 
I, I love it. I, I hope it doesn't happen. I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's very good for, for the sport or for the players or for anyone trying to, you know, have bets on the game or something. Imagine losing to a time clock. That'd be great. Or that'd be not great. Um, it would be great. It'd be, it'd be awesome. It'd be great to win. Just counting down the clock to when your bet's going to hit or not hit. Home run at the buzzer. Did it come? Imagine the, the chaos in the last five minutes. Like yeah, the dude's just throwing pitches every two seconds. Yeah, I'm in. Do it. <laughs> I could beat somebody. Uh, yeah, no, Cam. I'm. Try- I am trying. I'm, I'm trying to get more wasted. I'm trying to hit different sports. I'm trying to stay out of Boston a little bit. Uh, you know, I'll go back to my roots every once in a while, but it's not working for me so far. I'm. I'm. You know, my big criticism has been pander takes for the past two years that have just you know stacked points. Not anymore. All right. I'm a changed man. All right. Who's got to take? I do. I'm actually, you know what? Sometimes grinding my gears. Go ahead. In every major sport besides basketball, stat totals are compiled based on total stats in a season. But in NBA, for some reason, this whole idea of rest and letting guys sit out games have gone to the extent these extreme extents, and it is just not factoring the things like MVPs. Everyone in the NFL, the guy with the most touchdowns, is the guy with the most touchdowns. It's not the guy with the most touchdowns per game. If there's a guy that plays nine games in a season but averages three touchdowns per game, he's not an MVP favorite. That's just not how it works. But in the NBA, it's different. Do you know who was the leading scorer in the NBA this year? No, I do not. In three it was Jason Tatum. But yet, he is nowhere near the MVP conversation because Joel Embiid sits out 25 games a season and puts up better numbers because he's well-rested because he sits out so much. Jason Tatum had more points than him by 100, more three-pointers, more, almost more rebounds. Jason Beat only had 19 more rebounds. Jason Tatum had 50 more assists, 20 more steals. The only stat where Joel Embiid has a significant advantage over Tatum is block. But yet, for some reason, Joel Embiid is the all-around MVP, and Jason Tatum is nowhere to be seen on that list. My take is that the NBA will switch, needs to switch to total points to factor in people that don't sit out games for their MVPs because it's just an embarrassment. Like, the fact that, like, resting is just not even frowned upon in the NBA, it's just like, Sitting out 15 games a year for rest is just, like, totally cool and fine and, like, doesn't even affect someone's MVP race is ridiculous. In any other sport, like, you miss NFL, you miss two games, you are out of the MVP conversation. Like, there is no conversation. You can't be in it at that point. But you can sit out 20 NBA games and you are the front runner. I'm angry. So what exactly is the take? That the NBA needs to count total points as a way to make people, to incentivize players to not sit out games for rest. Okay. Because like then, no shit, 
Joel Embiid's going to have better stats when Jason Tatum's playing every night and he just plays whenever, you know, only off of like two days, three days rest. So how much has Tatum sat this year, do you know? He's sat eight games. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I like the take. I think it's the load management has gotten out of hand in the NBA. Um, guys are taking off months, it seems like. Um, so whatever can be done to limit that, I think is a good idea. It's it's good for the product. It's good for the fans. I mean, these like there are kids that go to these games hoping to see their favorite player, and the guy sits out because he's tired because he was out drinking the night before. So, uh, yeah, I think anything that can be done to limit the load management, that's not the point of sports. The point of sports is not to sit the bench because you're tired. Like, it's to persevere, push through it, play the game, uh, change your play style if you need to. Um, if you're on a really good team, you know, maybe at the end of the year they can sit you a little bit to get ready for playoffs. I understand that. But it just seems like it happens to every team. Every star in the league just takes days you know, months sitting out. So I'm with it. Uh, Cam? Yeah, and I think, like, if Joel Embiid realized, like, oh, shit, I got to, like, if I want to be the MVP, I can't keep sitting out all these games, he would play more because for some oh, like, yeah, no. MVP means something to all that. Yeah, the egos would not allow them to sit 100%. Um, Cam? Like, so I, I agree with this. Um I believe you got this from Jalen Rose. No, I did not get this from anyone. Okay. Um, I just threw a link in there. That's where I got it from because I heard it earlier this week and I've been thinking about it as well. I think there's there's some some things you have to figure out. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, he did say that. <laughs> there's some things you have to figure out. For example, I, I was looking at one of the comments and Joel Embiid sat six less games. So they both sat games. Back. Eight less games. One sat eight, one sat six, uh, 14. And Jason Tatum scored 21 more points. Uh, so, okay, regardless. Um, I, I think there's there's merit to it. The biggest thing is what you said at the end is give it to the guy that scored more, whether he played more games or not, so it incentivizes them not to miss out on more games. Now, I think scoring titles should work like that. This scoring leader, he scored the most points. Done. Obviously. Easy. MVP is a little bit trickier. Um, I think that they should move the minimum games up to be even qualified for it. If you're missing, there's 82 games in the season, you shouldn't be able to miss more than nine, in my opinion. That's one. 10%. 10%, right? That's even high. You think of 10% of the games, and in the NFL, that's a game and a half. Uh, whatever that math comes out to be. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I think nine games, eight games maybe, max, and you miss any more, you're not eligible for anything. Dill? Um... I get what you're saying, Chuck. I'm just a little confused because I, I don't know anything about situations. So are you, you're just talking about um, MVP. I'm, I'm just saying, like, stats need to be compiled based on season totals, not average per game. Like, imagine if the MLB, it was like, yeah, well, Mike Trout had the most home runs, but 
Aaron Judge had more home runs per game played. He just sat. He just didn't play 30 games this year. Like that would be extremely stupid, and everyone would acknowledge that. That no other major sport does anything like this happen. It is only basketball that the stats are. I mean, batting average, but like when you're looking at home run, you know, it's not nothing else based off of just. Yeah, but if you lead in batting average, balls. you're probably going to be at the top of the league in hits, anyways. If you play, yeah, exactly. I mean, if you play, it, like and they're if, not going to consider a guy who plays. At the top of the league in hits and RBIs and home runs, they're not going to be. In the category they're, for um, MVP. They're not going to consider guys that played 45 games for the MVP. Yeah, exactly. It's like a pitcher with a low ERA but only played 15 games. He's not an MVP candidate. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. So, I mean, I agree. Um, this M- Joel Embiid thing, he sat almost, what was it? Almost double the amount of games as Tatum did. More than double. But did is Tatum even in the talks about it? It sounds like not really. No, I think no, it's a foregone conclusion at this point that it's part of the most ridiculous is that the league leader in points isn't even in the conversation. Yeah, that that's where I think it's crazy is that he's not even in the conversation. I think he should be. It should be like apples and oranges. Like it should be a toss-up between the two. It seems like to me. But if he's not, then yeah, I think there's something yeah, going on. More assists, more points, slightly less rebounds. Yeah. So uh, I mean, this is part of the reason why I think I don't enjoy the NBA as a lot of other people. I I I like that grittiness. You know, I like the guys that um, you know show up day in and day out um, if they're hurt, if they're sick and play their hearts out type of a thing, have more respect for that and more respect for the game. And the, it's the NBA doesn't really care for that stuff. So that's kind of part of the reason why I'm not super involved in, in, in the sport. Yeah. As much as I other would, sports. I would so, like to pitch at this rate. I think Zion Williamson should be an MVP candidate for this year. He's averaging twenty six and eight. How many? How much did he play? On sixty percent shooting. Did he play he's a lot? Only played twenty nine games. Yeah. I mean, if that's how the NBA wants to do it, then he should be in the MVP conversation. Um. Yeah. So I I I I understand where you're coming from, Tuck. So I agree. Make Tucker Knight commissioner of sports. Rule changes. Dill. Uh, take. Uh. Yeah. Um, switching gears, talking hockey um, to the Bruins. Now, the Bruins uh, yesterday, well, I guess over the weekend, they won their 63rd game, which puts them the highest or the most wins in a single season by any team ever. And then yesterday, they won and surpassed. I think the Canadians for the most points ever recorded in a season. And there's still one game left to play. Um, the team is elite. Um, and they, they're just, they have so much depth on the offensive side. They have so much depth on the defensive side. And their goaltending has been unreal. Like, bar none, the arguably the best 
goaltending season by a team ever. Um, the roster hasn't really changed um, in the past three, four, five years. Oh, this is this one. What was that? What? What was that? Was that Tucker? That sounded like Tucker. <laughs> okay. Always um, I thought that was Cam. Um, sounded like Cam. It so did sound the, like the roster hasn't really oh. changed in the past three, four years. It's, it's relatively the same core group. Uh, Krejci came back this year after having last year off. But the one big difference, the one difference, is their goalie. The Bruins in the past 10 to 12 years have had the most wins out of any team. They've had, uh, I don't know if that's true, but it's got to be up there. They're up they've there. Made the most, they've made the most playoffs out of any team. I don't know if that's true, but they got to be up there. They've been on the cusp of being a, the best team in the league every year, but they're just never really top tier. And I think, it is because of Tuka Rask. Oh. And I think we need to have a little self-reflection on Tuka Rask. And he's got, the, he's got the most wins in Bruins history. I love the guy. I have a jersey. I have a t-shirt. He's one of my favorite players for a long time. I he's, think he was mediocre. He's a bum. He, he's a mediocre goalie, middle of the pack, just being... Just being catapulted to the top of the league because the roster was always really, really good, and he was always just super mediocre with good enough stats to make it look like he was good. And now we get Olmark, who is a who has played better than any goalie in Bruins history ever in, in one year after being an absolute nobody with the same roster. So he he's not a proven goaltender until this year. So I think Rask simply just wasn't that good. He's the reason why we never won anything. Um. All right. I mean, so I kind of soured on T- Tuca at the end. Um. I think he was he was good at times. I always said that once he let one in, he was liable to let a bunch in. Uh, it seems like he'd get kind of streaky. He'd either shut a team down zero or one goals, or he'd let up like seven. Um, towards the end, he just didn't seem like he was into it. Left the team in the bubble, um, which kind of screwed them. Um, yeah, I don't think this is going to be kind to Tuka. I think, I mean, I don't want to blame them because you're right, though. They've had the same core, and this whole run from like when they won the Cup in 2011 until now, they've been the same kind of core and they've all they they've been studs like they've been really good like you said they're towards the top in the league and wins playoff appearances stuff like that. Um, Tuca, I mean, he had his moments where he was great. He had his moments where he wasn't great. But I think Allmark is just playing out of his mind. I don't even think Allmark's that good. I think that he's just in a zone where he's just nasty right now. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because. You know, the defenses come together or, you know, Pasta's entering his prime. I I don't know. But 
he is playing out of his head. I don't think he is just this better goalie than Tuca because he's had a career before he got here and it wasn't anything special. Um, but, I mean, I don't think history is going to be kind of too good. If they win the Cup this year, I mean, the last time they won the Cup, their goalie went off. And they're going to need the same thing from Olmark this year. He's hurt now. Hopefully, it's only a minor injury. But yeah, see- everything, he's, everything's saying that he's fine. Yeah, they're going to need... Uh, they're going to need him to play really well, obviously, to to win again. And uh, if that happens, I think people are going to look back on the Tuka years. It's like, well, we should have won more cups, but we had a mediocre goaltender. So I guess I agree with you. Tuck? Um, yeah, I mean, sure. I don't really know much about Tuka Rast, if I'm being honest with you. I never really did know much about Tuka Rast. But, yeah, sure, it's all his fault. Um. I like this guy, Linus. Um, Linus. Apparently, he's really good at uh, this whole thing. So, yeah, that's my uh, hockey knowledge for the day. I've watched probably like 45 minutes of hockey this year, which is pretty good for me. Tucker, you have one more game before playoffs start when you have to become a Bruins fan, so I'd start like reading up. Yeah, I know. I, I just said Linus. So I know plates. It's latest, but you're close. There's Pasta, there's Marshawn, there's Linus. <laughs> so Who's I've, their best I've defender? kind of caught up, I feel like, already. Who's their and best defenseman? Who's their best defenseman? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's... He's a Boston, he's a Boston University guy, I think. What? He's a Boston University guy. Honestly, it's hard for me to say on a unit that's played this well straight, I don't think it's easy to single out one single defenseman to be their best one. I really just think it's a team effort this year. I don't think that you do this well defensively all year because of one guy. Have you heard the name uh, Charlie McAvoy before? Yes, I know Charlie McAvoy. I would say he's not even the best defenseman on the team, right? I would agree, Dale. I think he is. I I mean, maybe not not this year, but I think he's... I think that he might be their best player. Um, all right, Cam, you're not a big yeah. Let me add, guy. let me get this guys, guys, guys. We have we have done ourselves a disservice. We did a list, guys, a few weeks ago of ugly people. <laughs> and we left off to Garask. Yeah, um, single list. That's a good that, one. That man gives me nightmares. Clay Buckholz uh, too. He looks yeah, like he, he looks done. like. Pennywise the clown. He does. Without having to wear any makeup. Uh, it's scary. But, um, yeah, sure. Tuca. Ugly. His fault. Bring back Tim Thomas. Uh, sure. Great guy. Great Tim Thomas. Uh, alliterative name. He's crazy, though. He's a nutcase. Didn't, wanna, didn't go to the White House. He lives. That he, was his downfall. He lives in, like, the woods in a cabin. No, he's good now. He just had to get away for a little bit. He did though. He wouldn't come back to Boston. They wanted to. He only came back like recently, like a couple of years ago. Psycho. Yeah. What's good? What's up with goalkeepers named Tim just being good for the United States? Tim Howard, USA goalie. <laughs> Tim Howard. <laughs> Not having hair. Jim. Hello? Jim Craig was the nineteen eighty four goalie. Nineteen eighty yeah. goalie. I mean. What I'm saying, I am. I it's three letter our, names. In our chat, um, if the Panthers lose, I believe they play the Bruins in the first round of the playoffs because the Islanders won yesterday, taking over to the, uh, the seventh seed now in the East. So I believe 
the Panthers, if they lose, um, would be the AC playing the Bruins. I am rooting for a loss. I would love for them to play the Bruins. I want to go to one of the games. They live about 30 minutes. They play about 30 minutes for me. I think that'd be pretty cool. Other than that, I got nothing on the subject. We could have a, uh, somebody in the building. Um, all right. So actually, I did want to lead off our segments with the Bruins because as Dylan mentioned, the Bruins are now the leaders in wins in a season and points in a season. Uh, there is a debate, although I don't know how much of if this is the best team in NHL history between the Bruins this year, the 96 Red Wings, and the 77 Canadians. I was listening to the radio today, and they were like, shut up. It's not a debate. The Canadians were better. They were one of the best teams in pro sports history. Um, I guess the argument being because the Canadians, um, they had less games. They could tie. So the points, they they only could get points in regulation. They couldn't get points for an overtime loss. Um, I don't know how they finished uh, the season. Let me do do a quick uh, Google here. Um, so the Canadians set the most points in a season, and they did win the, the Stanley Cup. Um, I don't know. I'm not a hockey historian. Maybe Dylan could cover it. I don't know much about the Red Wings team. I know the Red Wings were nasty in the uh, mid '90s, um, but I mean the Bruins. You can say, you know, oh, they're not as good as those teams, but they have to be in the conversation at this point. This team is unbelievable. They lost four games at home all year. Um, I think if you really want to get mentioned as the best team of all time, I mean, they're being compared to the 07 Patriots right now. If if they're able to pull it off, they could be one of the best Boston teams in history. Um, I, mean, I mean, if you think about it, the Red Sox in 2018 were the best team in baseball. They won the World Series. They could maybe be considered the best uh, Boston team in history. I don't know if you could go back to the maybe the '80s Celtics and make an argument for one of those teams, or, or even the the uh, '08 Celtics. I don't know, but to me, I think they need to they need to win the cup for this to matter for them to be in the conversation for best team of all time in the NHL in Boston uh, in any sort of those conversations. You have to finish the job. Um, Obviously, we know how it went with the Patriots. They became they went from famous to infamous with that loss. Um, and then there's other teams that have, you know, like the Mariners, who won the most games in MLB history. A lot of people don't remember that stat because they got bounced, I'm pretty sure, in the first round uh, in 2001, 2000. Um, so just want to get your opinions. Do you think the marks of most wins in a season and most points makes them the best team of all time. Dill, I'll lead with you because you would know more about this than any of us. I mean, I think it's reasonable, um, but I think if they don't win the cup, then there's, then they're definitely not. Since to me, it comes down to the season as a whole. Um, so if they if they come out and they win the cup, then then I'll give it to them. If they don't, then I then I wouldn't. Other people probably would still argue, um, even if they do win the cup, that maybe there's some other reasons as to why the other teams were 
were that great. But I'll I'll tell you, any team from 1970 wouldn't be able to. I don't even know the term. Well, people are uh, saying I was actually listening today, and they were like, "Oh, the Bruins wouldn't hold a candle to that 70, 77 team if they played; they'd get destroyed." No, they would absolutely wreck any team from nineteen seventy. It wouldn't even be close. I mean, it was pre-calorie salary cap era too. So, I mean, I just think they should be in the conversation. I was listening today to the radio, and they were like, "They shouldn't even be in the conversation. They're not as good." I'm like, "Well, they've set these records, so they should be at least talked about." Um. I know nothing about hockey. I'm so sick of old heads pretending like the people yeah. in the 70s would hold a candle. No 70s sports team would hold a candle to the worst present-day sport team. Sports are different. Athletes are better. That is a fact of the matter. Like, I understand there were some great athletes back in the day, but I don't think you understand that role players on teams now would have been thought of as, like, aliens back then. Also, like, yeah. didn't they have second I, jobs I back then in the NHL? Specifically, but, like, you throw Kyrie Irving in 1970, he would have been worshipped as a god. Like, there's just things that people do now that weren't thought of back then. Didn't they have second jobs in the, in the NHL back then, too? They were, like, plumbers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So... Cam, do you think that based on these marks, I mean, I know you don't know a lot about it, but based on these marks, that they would be the best team in history, saying they win the cup, maybe. So you can't you can't compare it to the <clears throat> the old times, right? The '90s even is a different period um, than the '70s. So I I don't think that the, the regular season gives them gives them the record. No, you have if you don't win the championship and the other team that they're comparing to did. And the other team is better. I agree. Just I agree with that. That's good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They have the wins. What if are they better win? for sure than uh, the Patriots? You can say on paper, and you know they would have killed the '72 Dolphins. Yeah, obviously. But the best franchise season, put the best put together season of all time is the '72 Dolphins. That's yeah, that, I understand. But Cam, people in this situation, people are saying that these Bruins team doesn't hold a candle to the 1970s Canadians, like. You can't say that. This season, if the Bruins win this cup, they uh, they hold a candle above their candle because they did better. It's just a thing. I, I understand what you're saying. They're trying to say make the point that the the players on that team were better, and if they were to play, I mean the competition no. wasn't as good either. So no, it's just untrue. It's a sad truth. Um, the the Bruins would win. I mean, that's like Tucker said, it's the same. I mean, Bill Russell, all time great, but he probably wouldn't have even, you know, he wouldn't have started for an NBA. I actually season. think Bill, I think Bill Russell's one of the exceptions to that rule. I think he would have been I think pretty, Will pretty decent. I don't Will. think he would have been, yeah, Will too. I don't think, I don't think they would have been what they were, but I still think they would have been really good. Like maybe also. And there's a reason, I, yeah, maybe that's a, a stretch. There's a reason that there's only like. Babe Ruth's a better example. If Babe Ruth played today, he would not hit a ball. No, the well, the MLB is different in general, but yes, but. the the there's a reason that you only remember ten names from the 1960s in any given sport, and it's because the, there were those guys that stood out that maybe can hold a candle in today's day and age, and then like Tucker said, role players these days. Obviously, it's our time, so we know all these people, 
But I'd argue that there's 50 players in the NBA right now that are, you know, better than any player in the 1960s. So I'm getting a, a little bit off topic, but to answer your question, you got to wait until they win the cup or not. I think that, yeah, I agree with that. I think that's totally fair. Um, all right, let's move from NHL to NBA. The playoffs are underway. Uh, obviously, uh, we talked about the Bulls a little bit. The Heat lost last night. Um, let's take a look at some of the other matchups. Um, so we've got Thunder Pelicans going on right now. That is an elimination game. Losers out. Bulls Heat. Um, so they're both in, right? The Bulls and Heat. I forget how this playing thing works. Or no, the Heat. No. No. The Heat and Bulls are now in the playoff for the for the AC to play the Bucks. So the, the Raptors are done, right? The Raptors are out. Raptors are out. The Timberwolves lost the Lakers. They're out. They will now await no. They will await the winter the winner of the Thunder Pelicans. Let's say Got Pelicans you. win. Okay, I get it. The Pelicans will play the Timberwolves. The Lakers are now gonna play the, the Kings, right? I don't know. They play the, the Grizzlies. Two Grizzlies right? Sorry, it's Grizzlies. So the, they'll play the Grizzlies, and then the Nuggets will play the winner of Timberwolves versus Pelicans or Thunder. Gotcha. So we got those matchups. Uh, otherwise, we have Nets, 76ers, Celtics, Hawks, Knicks, Cavs, Warriors, Kings, Clippers, Suns. Uh, I think that's all of them uh, that are set right now. I mean, so just looking at this slate, the East is not great. I, I mean, I think that Celtics should gentlemen sweep the Hawks. Uh, 76ers should beat the Nets easily. Uh, I think Cavs-Knicks is a good series. Um, the, West, series. the West has um, some actual interesting matchups. I think Warriors-Kings is a decent series. Uh, Clippers Suns is great for a first round matchup. Grizzlies Lakers, I, I don't have the Lakers doing anything. Um, the Grizzlies Lakers series is going to be all time. You think so? That's a different series, Trey. You think so? Because, I mean, the Grizzlies are so in your face. Like, it's like young gun, like hockey assholes versus kind of like. The older, like, but very good, talented crew. So, like, I think there will be drama in that series with Dylan Brooks going, like, just, like, talking that shit with LeBron and AD, like, guys that have been in the league that have done shit versus Dylan Brooks who hasn't done anything. And John Morant, like, notorious fake, fake hood guy, like, and just, I don't know. I mean, I guess so. I just, I don't think the Lakers are that good, to be honest with you. Um, they got, they got skill. Like, I mean, I they have the, great players, they have right? But Russell, they got a lot better. They, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I guess I haven't paid attention much to they the went, Lakers since the All Star break. I knew they were yeah, struggling. Yeah, they went from an eleven seed to a seven seed. Yeah. So okay. All right. Maybe it's a decent series. I don't know. It looks just to me like the West is all in all. A better a better slate of games. There's a few series. I think the the uh, well, depending on what the what the plan is. I think the Celtics series is maybe the most boring series out there. The Hawks are 0 and 2 with Celtics this season. Trey uh, Young is a minus 20. The next Kobe, according to Cam, minus 20 against the Celtics. Um, 
So I think that should be an easy one. Uh, any any other matchups stand out to you, Tuck? Um, Cavs Knicks should be fun. I agree. Um, I don't really know. I guess it's. I think what's it called is going to be a fun one. Um, the Kings versus the Warriors, just because the fact that the Kings are the like high seed in that game is just the weirdest thing to me. Like, they got to be the underdog still. The Warriors have the worst road record maybe in the history of a, a playoff team. Playoff, playoffs are, playoff Warriors are different, though. They're not the, they're no, not the same thing. Like, you're, are you betting against the Warriors here? No, never, ever. You never do. But they're, they've won. They've only won nine games on the road this year, which is just in, incredible. That's, not, that's insane. It's yeah, just, that's not the same stat. I still feel like they win. Oh, they they know they don't lose. That's for sure. I don't want to play them. If we go to the finals, I do not want to play the Warriors again. No, the West the West is tricky because the Nuggets. I I'm sorry, everyone's a high on the Nuggets. I don't see them coming close. Uh, maybe they'll make the Western Conference Finals. I don't see them in the ship. They have to go through too many teams. I mean, the Suns and the Warriors have been there. Nuggets haven't. Um, I don't see them making. Making it to the finals again, Everyone. similar to the Bruins, the Celtics kind of need to go to the finals. Like they're not the team the Bruins is. They limped in the second half. They blew a 11 game lead to the to the Bucks um, for the one seed. But it's it to me, it's two horse race. It's Bucks or Celtics for for I the. I think uh, um, you can make the argument here that Giannis is Mahomes and Tatum is Burrow in this situation. And it's the same thing where the Bengals played the Chiefs this year. And Giannis, Giannis is going to have that in Mahomes moment and, and take over. Or, or Burrow can, can uh, claim his place. I don't hate that throw. analogy. Um, I don't hate it. Um, all right. Uh, Dill, you, you got any, any of these matchups you got an eye on? Um, no, I really don't. Um, the Kings, though... They've been terrible forever. What happened? They're good now. Since when? Since recently. Did, like this they, year? Were they good last year? I don't even remember. Did they make the playoffs last year? No, they haven't made the playoffs in like 15, 20 years. Yeah, they've been terrible for Fun fact. Go Kings then. Fun fact. This is the first year that all four California NBA teams have been in the playoffs in the same state. First year ever. Kings, Clippers, Lakers, and Warriors. Um, kind of a tangent, but kind of related. <laughs> this is the first time since 06 that Crosby and Ovechkin have not been in the NHL playoffs. Mm-hmm. 16 years for the Penguins final yep. snap. Wow, John Henry bought them. I wonder what happened. Um, okay. Uh, one John last... I'm out on John Henry. I'm going to say it. I'm out on Heim Bloom and John Henry. Um uh, I don't blame Heim Bloom. Heim Bloom I, I, I don't know how you don't blame Heim Bloom. <laughs> okay, we're getting we're getting off track. The last thing I wanted to touch on NBA, the Mavs are in a bit of a hot spot. Uh, people saying they blew their game to maybe have a one point oh one percent chance at Wembenyama. Um, Kyrie said he's going to test free agency this year. Already kind of infected the team with his cancer. Um, I mean, I'm, I couldn't happen to a better team. I mean, if you're going to risk your future on Kyrie Irving, then 
I don't know what to tell you. I mean, this guy has a track record. He's now been a malcontent on four teams. Um, you know, we all kind of gave him the benefit of the doubt with the Cavs, where it was like, oh, he's under LeBron's shadow. I get it. He's a good player. Like, he won. He basically won them an NBA final with a shot. Like, I get it. He wants to be the number one guy. He's earned that right. Then the Celtics, it was like, eh, well, maybe the city's not the right fit for him, but he's kind of being a D-bag, whatever. Then the Nets was like, okay, this guy's insane, and now it's just like more of the same. Uh, Tucker, any any thoughts on the Mavs and if they should be getting in trouble for uh, what they did recently? I So I'm out on the Mavs. I just, you know, I, but I also think they made the right decision. Like, what, they're supposed to go all out to try and win this game. So basically their draft pick was top 10 protected. So they would have lost their draft pick if they didn't go top 10. There's no shot they're winning the playoffs. I'm just, I mean, for the franchise, it was the right move. Tucker, big tank guy. Dill, what do you think? You're just telling teams they have to pretend like they want to win games? Yeah, that's the point of sports. Win games. Who knows? Maybe you go on a magical run in the playoffs. You never know. Dill, are you a big big fan of the tank? Um, No, I hate the tank. Uh, I I think that's well known. Um, As for Kyrie, uh, I mean... I think you can't bring that guy. I can't. I, I can't think you put that. You, Jesus, I don't think you can put him on any roster and expect the team to have success. So maybe they did it on purpose, like Tuck saying. I don't know. Oh, they definitely did it on purpose. Um, Cam, any thoughts? Yeah, I said this when the news first came out, and I think maybe we were all in agreement on this: is that they, why, this isn't going to work out. Mark Cuban should have known better. He's a better investor than this. Um, you already have your star. Build around him. Don't try to don't try to top him. Don't try to get somebody who's worth six points less a game, but not make your team better. Um, I don't know. I feel like I can be a GM in these situations. You don't get Kyrie. That's just the, the rule of thumb at this point. Unless you have LeBron James, you don't have Ky- you don't do Ky- you don't get Kyrie. It's just a rule. And um, Stick by the rule, you'll be fine. Luca was doing just fine. They made the Western Conference Finals last year with Luca. They were fine. Um, they get Kyrie, they're at 11. Yeah. Um, I would cut your loss, which would be Kyrie Irving, and uh, try to recover from that. Reportedly, they're already worried about Luca, who's a free agent after next season. They're already worried he's, he's thinking about bolting, so they're going to focus on getting him an extension, but. Oh, As would, he should. He wouldn't should that be great? If he, if he shook loose, that'd be terrific. Um, all right. Let's just do a little bit of baseball. We'll stay kind of in the AL East, I think. Um, so the Rays just beat the Red Sox tonight. Uh, they were losing, but they ended up winning the game. They are undefeated 12-0 and at the top of the division. Then you got the Blue Jays and the Yanks tied for second at 8-4. and Orioles at 6-6. Six and six, And the Boston Red Sox. At five and seven, um, we'll touch Red Sox first, so we can get three of our opinions out of the way. Tucker said, "Doesn't blame Heim." Boy, so I mean, obviously we knew they were going to be bad. They are terrible, and the biggest problem right now is injuries. 
Um, and I mean, we all know the Trevor story thing. He's out for a long time. Now they lost Adam Duvall, their best hitter so far this season, uh, who's been an injury, his injury problem in the past, fractured his wrist, done for a long period of time as well. Kike Hernandez has been playing short for Trevor story. Uh, I believe he is hurt as well. He also has five errors and he's batting under 100. Um, so he's been miserable. He had two doubles today. Oh, did he? Oh, well, there you go. Maybe he broke the streak. But still, five errors in the first 10 games. Not good. Um, and they had Do- Bobby Dahlback playing shortstop today because of Yeah, the- it was Ugg. Oh, no, it was it was Duvall's injury that forced Kike back in the outfield. But Bobby Dahlback is playing shortstop. He is not a shortstop. This team it is ugly looking. This team is so miserable. And the roster's so bad. We're in year four of Bloom. Let's think about what he's done. He has trade-away Mookie Betts for nothing. He's trade-away Andrew Benintendi for nothing. He has uh, let Xander Bogarts walk out of the building. He has let J.D. Martinez walk out of the building. I don't hate that move. I think J.D.'s kind of cashed. Um, he's assigned Raphael Devers to a long extension. Happy with that one. He has brought in Trevor Story who has been nothing but a disappointment and now an injury problem. Um, I think Kyle Bloom needs to be gone this year. It, this roster is unacceptable. They've just, they've held on to pieces like Ryan Brazier for some reason. That's been their like key guy that they're like, we got to keep this guy around. They have no pitching. They have limited offense. Um, they're not deep. Uh, they're bad. They're a bad team. And they deserve their record, and I'm not shocked that they are getting dog-walked by basically everybody that isn't a terrible team like the Detroit Lions. I mean, Tigers. Also a terrible team, but Detroit Tigers. The Lions might be a better baseball team. <laughs> the Lions are certainly a better team than the Tigers, but uh, I think High Bloom sucks. I'm ready. I'm done with them. They clearly picked the wrong guy out of the Rays organization. They took this guy because they're like, oh, the Rays have done it right. They've developed well. They've kept their salary cap down, blah, blah, blah. And they're good every year, and they have a good system. Let's let's tap Heim Bloom, this nerd, to be the next guy. Clearly, they picked the wrong nerd because the the Rays are still balling. They're twelve and zero. They're in the playoffs every year, um, and the Red Sox suck. And they're gonna suck this year. Who knows what they're gonna do next year? But last year they sucked. The year before, their roster wasn't great. They played w- extremely well. They played way over their head. Almost made a World Series. But the roster sucked. It was terrible. They just played. They just played well, and that's what they're hoping for. They're hoping for this cruddy roster to come out and build up, you know, some sort of camaraderie and and play well. And it's just not going to happen because you can't win without skill. You got one elite player on your team. You're holding on to these old guys like Sale for who knows what reason, um, and you're holding on to middle tier players that are cheap because John Henry is cheap and Heim Bloom is cheap. Uh, Dill. What do you make of the state of the Red Sox? Yeah, not great. Um, the Duval injury is just an absolute killer. I mean, he was a bright spot on an otherwise not-so-great team. I mean, it's still early. They're playing the Rays. They were 500 before they went and played the Rays. The Rays haven't lost. They're, the Rays being 12-0, they're actually, I think, the, the best start to a season. Um I think there's two other teams in history that have gone 13 and, and, and 0 in their first 13, so they have a chance for that record. 
which is actually a shame because Tampa Bay has zero fans and nobody cares about baseball down there. So I, I, I wish that um, they also have the worst field in, in Major League Baseball. I wish they, they had something better going for them, um, but they don't. Uh, the AL East is just so, so good, and we're the worst team, arguably, in the division, so it's it's a tough road ahead. Um, the fact that we have Bobby Dalba as our shortstop is abysmal. It's like watching JV baseball. Um, like... Not only could we not build a, a team that could compete in our division, which I mean, I get that teams go through like not so great years, but we couldn't we couldn't even have serviceable backups for our roster. Like we have, like Story got hurt. We knew that he was hurt. We couldn't have, and, and we were like, all right, we'll just take Kike, who, like, is basically an outfielder. We'll just put him in the infield, and everything will be fine. Like, we didn't even try to build up any sort of infield. We were just like, oh, we're just going to roll with it, and then, it, oops, somebody gets hurt. Um, and now we're playing with nobodies in positions uh, that they don't play. We had some guy named Yu Chang playing second base today who played on five different teams last year. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's not great and we're in a bad spot. So, um, fun, fun question, I guess, for the, for the, for the pod, uh, who do you think is going to have more wins at the end of their respective seasons, the Bruins or the Red Sox? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the Bruins have 63. Um, I think, I don't know if the, if the Sox can, if, can get to 63. I'll take the Bruins. <laughs> I might have to. Also, Chris Sale is cash, dude. He is done. Big yeah, done. He doesn't look very good. He was great for us for about two years, and I thank him for his contributions to the 2018 World Series, but he is shit. Uh, Tucker, defend Heim Bloom. Um, you bring Heim Bloom. Like, you can talk shit about him, but he was brought in to do that. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, like you can't be like, oh, Kyle Bloom, like start spending money as if it's his money to spend. They brought Kyle Bloom in. Say to, his name right. It's Heim. You know, you know what? Once we start winning games, he can. I'll start working on my pronunciation. Okay. I don't fucking work on my pronunciation for losers. Uh, but. He was brought up to do this. Like, you can't be like, oh, like, they got rid of Time out. Time out. He was brought in to do this, but at a good level. Like, the Rays do this, but they do it at the right level. Like, they have good players. He has brought in cheap after cheap after cheap that also suck. What? There's the guy they brought in this year. What's his name? Which one? The one that's Duvall, who's dead. Who broke his arm? out for a month or so, yeah. And he also got injured every other season he's had in his life. Yeah, so. no, he's, that's his issue. Um, but I mean, really kept, if we're keeping someone, I'm glad we kept Devers. I agree. I take yeah, Devers. I would have rather kept Brewer. No, I'd rather keep Devers. 
No, did you see the contact Bogarts tattoo? Way too much money for a twenty-eight, for a twenty-nine-year-old. No thanks. No, that's fair, uh, but they should have paid him last year, so it would have been a problem. They should just pay everybody. But You're right. They're gonna fucking spend the money because they because John Henry would rather like a cop, see how many different fucking M sports teams he can ruin at once. It's John Henry's fault. And we should all be slandering his name, but like this whole Kind Bloom thing. I hate is, John Henry, but I also think Kind Bloom's not good his job. And here's the thing we, no one would be talking about how much John Henry sucked if Kind Bloom just like rescued the organization. And like, like here's the thing we bring in the most revenue in the MLB. Third. Third most. Third, we bring in the third most in the MLB. Fucking spend the third most money. Don't spend 15th most. Yeah, like, they're 16th highest payroll. They're bummed. Um, Cam, sorry we've left you out. The Yankees are 8-4. and four. I haven't paid too much attention to them uh, because we. it's not going to really matter because they're going to finish higher than us. Uh, what do you What do you think about the Yankees season so far? Um, so far, so good. It, it's a typical Yankees season, but I, I do feel a little mad. Um, one thing I noticed is we don't hit the ball great. I've been watching a couple of games and I've just verified it with the stats. We're not a big average team. Um, Never been. Yeah, and I, I don't know if I'm just noticing this. Um, another problem that I'm seeing is that my big thing was we need to just get a lineup and stick with it. We got guys going all over the place. And granted, it's the beginning of the season. You kind of got to find your way. Um, so I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Eight and four, not too bad. Judge is doing his thing. Stan's doing his thing. Uh, Gleyber Torres is a big, big piece for us this year. He finally is on a shortstop. He had this rookie, Anthony Volpe. Uh, he was born in 2001. He's 21 years old. He's young. Younger than us. Insane to think about. Um, he doesn't know how to put the bat on the ball yet, which is okay. It's it's early in the season. He's still figuring out how, how to make contact. But he's doing well on the field. Um, anyone ever heard of uh, Franchi Cordero? I've heard of him. Right. Uh, yeah, I right have. On the side. He was they a Red got, Sox player, and he had he one got, home run a year, and now he's hitting the piss out of the ball. He got. He's our best. He might be our best player. He got um, signed like two weeks ago to a minor league deal for like one year. <sighs> he hit well, one home run a year in Boston. He's doing great. He's, he's no, he Matt was Car- pretty good. He was okay for Sox. He was not good. He was, he was on the team that won the World Series. He didn't do it. He was not on that team. He might have rolled yes, the pine, but he wasn't a he wasn't a contributor. He was okay. He wasn't great. Anyways, anyway, we got another guy named uh, Waldo uh, over there at third. Long you guys have weird names. Um, yeah, the Yankees are good. full of weird names. They got a bunch of Gary guys. Cole. Is so good at baseball, and I don't know, understand why you say he's not. Dever, he's Devers' son. Devers has sunned him on several occasions. It does not mean he's bad at the game. No, he's, he's fine. So he's good, not good against Boston. Well, he was bad last year. Nope, but he was very good last year as well. Two years ago, he was, he was, he was bad. Last came year. out, came out against the Sox in the wild card game, like two hours last year in the Yeah, but he also sucked. He also let up a lot of home runs. Wow, what a yeah, lengthy Catholic. baseball segment. Who, who could have seen that coming? Um, Nonetheless, go baseball. All right. 
I think we've we've hit all the major stuff going on right now. Again, it is slow season, but uh, we got playoffs coming up, so that'll be big. Uh, list guys, we are doing non-draft style Berkshire County bars. So we're going back home to the birth to the birthplace of the pod. I I don't want to do a draft. There's, I don't want to do draft. I do draft. We have to do it. No, there's not enough bars, dude. I go to that's I go to point. five bars max in in. That's, that's the point. point. I like it. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. It's so dumb. No, you're it's going one one. Any restaurant that has a bar, because I already have a couple on the list. Hey, you can throw anything in there. That sucks. You suck. Just rate them. We all know the bars. Just rate them. No. Oh, go ahead. All right. Who's first? It's Cam. All right. I'm going to go first. I'm not going to take any of your guys' as I don't believe. I'm going to go with the true heart of the town of Lee, and it's not going to be one you can go. I'm going with the locker room. Um, Locker room is uh, is my home. I worked there for on and off three, four years. Um, it's where I uh, spent my twenty first birthday. It is uh, where I had where I had celebrated my championship. So it's much more than just a you know a place to drink. It is home to me. Uh, that's where I got to go first. Locker room. Dylan, you're two. This list is under protest. This is bullshit. Number two. But my number one, I'm going the Heritage. Number number one, uh, a lot of money spent, a lot of time spent with friends. Uh, Tucker uh, sold the restaurant, but I, still many memories of prior to the sale and even after Linnea works there. I even work there every now and again. It's been about three times probably. Uh, so yeah, we're going Heritage number one. I mean, Just to the absolute I mean, Patty sliding to three is preposterous, but go ahead, Tom. Oh, I'm I'm grabbing Patty's. Yep, it slid to three to me. Appreciate you guys. I'm uh, giving it to you. Huge pickup. Uh, high value pick. Happy to get it. Great pub. Taking it at three. Heritage and Patty's were both on my list. Um, I guess I got to go with my number two on my list. Which would have been Bucky's. All roads lead to Bucky's Tavern and Lee. Um, Good value. It's a. I mean, it's a. Is it a first rounder? You know, it's at the back half of the first round. So you know, it's 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 kind of a middle first kind of you know early second pick. Um, but Bucky's is a magical place on some nights. Uh, if you got a good buzz going on, and you get to Bucky's, anything can happen. I mean, the bathrooms are disgusting. The bartenders are mean. Uh, there's there's just antlers everywhere. There's trophies to steal. Not saying I've done that. Not saying I know anyone who's done that. But um, I don't know anyone. People that. are smoking out front, out back. There's wrestling matches going on. I watched Cam do an Oklahoma in the street once. I mean, it's a magical place. It really is. It's Magic. it's a lot of my people, you know. You know, you go into Pittsfield, you go into Dalton, you're seeing people you don't really know. When I'm in Bucky's, I know ninety percent of the heads in there. People are buying me drinks, hey two pick, you know, I remember that catch you had against Drury, blah blah blah. You know, so um, <laughs> it is a it is a magical place. Uh, Lee, uh, salt of the earth people, and Bucky's Tavern is the best bar in Lee, so I will take that over the locker room any day of the week. 
Uh, Bucky's is my number one. Now it gets tough. Um, I'm going to go with Reds at my number two. Now, I had a couple bars in mind. Um, 101, which I'm sure will come off the list, was one of them. Great place. Usually just the starter at 101, so I didn't want to I didn't want to take it here. Um, but I'm going to go with Reds because I've only gone to Reds a handful of times, and every time it's been all right. It's been a pretty good time. Had a blast there last summer when we went up. Uh, they've got shuffleboard in there with the little, you know, little hand shuffleboard, which I think is a novelty you don't see in a lot of bars. Uh, you got hours of fun there. Um, you've got, you know, uh, two pool tables. So if you want to shoot billiards, plenty of activities. They've got a big fireball machine that pours fireball shots. Not my taste, but I understand people like that. A uh, bit of a hike. So I'm going to put it in my number two spot, but uh, Red's Tavern would be my number two. Tucker? Uh, yeah, I'm taking one on one here. Um, I mean, can't believe I got them both. Love it. Um, dream scenario for me. Um, Trey, what I'm saying to you is you haven't experienced a lot in dance night. Yes, I have. Oh shit. Okay, then never mind. Um, now I'm regretting my decision because I forgot about that. But go ahead. yeah, so um, you know, Latin dance nights. Those types of events, definitely great, but just kind of a chiller bar. I like it. It's a good pregame bar. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Dell? Uh, my number two is going to be solely on recency and places that I, ju I just end up. Uh, not that it's the greatest place of all time, uh, but I'm going to go with Thistle at number two. Damn it. I would have loved to get Thistle. God damn it. Uh, because I'm out of bars. I'm out. My roster's empty. Because one, it's what three dollar, um, four dollars now. Four four dollar high life, which is still pretty cheap. So I'll take it. Um, and we got ping pong. It's it's a walking distance distance from Patty's and 101. Um, it's it's very smelly in there. So so not great. Ping pong. Uh, you always see some weird characters in there Jango. too. Um, I don't like that they don't let people in all the time. They're always like have have bouncers. Like we're at, we're at the max. Like you can't come in. That's like stupid. right. It's like re relax. Your your name is Thistle. Like we can go in. Um, but yeah, I'll put I'll put Thistle at two for me because I go there often now. Solid poke bowls at Thistle during the summer too. You want to go there for dinner? Pretty decent. Okay, I have not been home in a while, so I don't know what a pistol is. I don't know what Reds is. Reds is in Dalton. Reds is in Dalton? That's been there for a long time. Yes, it's in like a house. It's weird. Sounds familiar, but I'm going to go. I'm gonna have to go crazy on you guys right now. Rumpus. Um, I'm going to go. I got two back-to-back. -back. Let me go with the classic mascots. Closed. Uh, Doesn't exist. Never mind. I'll take it off. What happened to mascots? Went out of business. Pick. Like, that's like four years COVID, COVID <laughs> killed it. Yeah. I truly haven't. Wow. I need it. I think I need the DUIs it. killed it, actually. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was during, so uh, during COVID. All right. I'm going to go with Michael's in Stockbridge. Never heard. Okay. Never um, heard. Um, it's right near my preschool. I don't know if that helps anyone know where that is. But uh, it's right in the center of town. It's 
basically uh, I have a cousin that works there. Then we have, um, when Colin got engaged, we had a party there. I think we got a, a grandfather's birthday party there. Just a local, local bar. Um, and it's, it's fun times. You guys should check it out. Next one, I'm going to go with Moe's. Uh, right across the street from Bucky's. Place. Dude, I'm going to have no balls. Yeah. I don't know if they came oh, back, but it, it was close. Moe's is open. I'm keeping Moe's keeping Moe's on the list. It was close. Craft beers. Back. Uh, don't love craft beers, but it's right next to Bucky's, so it's a good place to, to go uh, if you need a little break from Bucks. Dale? Oh, yeah. This is where things get tricky. Number three... I'm gonna go with um, hmm. I'm gonna have to go with shoot. I'm gonna go with another new new place. Um, Definitely, I don't know if Tucker might have it as a sleeper pick. Uh, they got $2.75 beers and all the fun you can possibly have. K&M Bowling Family Fun Center, number That's three. That's not a bar. There's it, a it, bar it, in it. They sell a bar. It's got, you know, a bar where you sit has a whole room that's dedicated as a bar. So I'm putting that as number three. I love the fun center. Except they screwed us last weekend. Um, I am struggling. This is why it should have been a list because there's no other bars. Oh, this is fun. This is fun. We're having fun. Uh, Um, yeah. So my number three. (laughs) Bar I frequent. Frequently, but uh, bar I know a lot of people go to. I'm gonna go with Methuselah. Ugh, <laughs> terrible place. Ew, it's a reach. Um, the the amount of text messages that I have from Tucker about that place that could put him in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> I got two more picks here. Um, God, I had one and then I lost it. There's one place that keeps popping in my head that I have no interest on putting on my list. Um, I have four left. I'm trying to think of towns. Don't go to Great Barrington. Don't go to Stockbridge. I got three in pity. All right, I got a sleeper at number three. Been there once. I know the owner. Good guy. Bought me a bunch of beers when I went because I helped him out with some work stuff. Um, the Parkside. Oh, I mm, that was my next pick. Oh, I don't know how I walked out of the Parkside. Now, the Parkside was a big thing for Tucker about a year ago. Right about now, started the NBA playoffs. He was going there all the time. Um, was talking big game on the Parkside. Jay Casella, the owner, helped, like I said, helped him out with uh, some governmental issues he was having. Walked in there one night, said, hey, Jay, I'm Trey. I uh, helped you out with your problems. He's like, yeah, here's three drink tokens. Go crazy. I'm like, let's go. 
Um, but it was a small little bar on the corner in Pittsfield. Don't even know if they're still open. I know they were for sale. Um, but good people, chill vibe. Do they have darts there, Tuck? They do have darts. Darts, darts is a big one. Um, and it was a good place to watch a game. So I'll put my Parkside at number Parkside number three. Number four. Screw it. I'm going Hot Dog Ranch. Damn it. Never gone there for a bar-specific activity. It's always food-related, but they have a big bar in there. Great place to watch a game. They got all the games on all the TVs. Great food, bar food. Um, You know, they got the fried shit. They got hot dogs. Um, So I'm going Hot Dog Ranch at my number four. Back to you, Tuck. Oh, Trey, you just screwed me. I thought I had that locked in, and I really wasn't even looking because I just thought I had hot dog ranch in the bag. Nice cold brew, too, and a frosty mug. Good stuff. Yeah, that, that is a brutal pick from you, Trey. You really just absolutely screwed me on that one. Um, you know what? I've only been here a few times, but it's got a lot of drafts. It's got a lot of TVs. It's a good bar. I'm gonna go with the hangar. Another good, another good one. Never really had a beer. I think at the hangar myself. If I, I've had exactly one beer. We are scraping the bottom of the barrel that. right now. Just wait till my fifth rounder. Dill, I'm going with a bar I've gone to only a couple times with friends from Pittsfield. Going sportsman's number four. Never been. Um, we tried. We tried to go that one time together, uh, but it was closed. Uh, <laughs> Don't remember that. You must have been banged uh, up. Yeah, I drove you there. That was like three weeks ago. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, just you know, your normal pubs got got billiards and just made up old wood, you know. Um, not very comfy in there, but it is what it is. Sportsman's number four for me. Cameron, two picks. Okay. Hot Dog Ranch was one of mine as well, so everyone was on that same page. I'm going to go to the better of the hot dog style. No. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go to Tio's. No. Wrong. Now, Tio's I actually like. Uh, ben here is notorious for saying that he wants to just spend a day in Tio's and watch the, sit at the bar and watch the people drink. Uh, he just really enjoys the establishment. And I'm the same way. They come, the beers come in 10 ounces. So you order about 17 of them and you get a little buzz. And not to mention there's hot dogs there. Is it, has it been cleaned since the opening? No. But, but it's more about, it's never about, changed. No, never changed. And it, it, I hope it never does. My last one. See, I got three here that I'm thinking of. I could go classic. I could go commercial. I could go classic. Um, I'm going to go with the old board. Mm. Um, the reasoning behind it is just, it's mostly because of the wings, but it's also because I used a fake ID there one time and it worked. So I have That's gotten a cool right there. Yeah, your own mug. gotten a drink there before. They have a cool beer, beer thing where you drink a certain amount of beers. What, what was uh, the place? Forge, Forge. Oh, the Forge. Uh, I'll, I'll bring them out or mention after, but Forge is, is going to be top off my list. 
Dale? Uh, yeah, number one, I'm going to go with a sleeper pick um, that I don't even know if any of you guys know anything about this. Uh, I'm going with Arizona Pizza, mm. my number mm-hmm. five, because they also right. serve their beer in frosted glasses and the little 10 ounces. Uh, $2 Rolling Rocks. $2 Rolling Rocks. I know all about Forever. it. Forever. Yeah. Uh, been, it's been that way since, I don't know, opening forever. So you always got to go there every once in a while and get some $2 Rolling Rocks. I have drank Rolling Rock bar. twice in my entire life. Once was I drank an entire Sixer with Danny Griffin the night before Thanksgiving. Proceeded to puke before the football game the next morning. And then the next time was at Arizona Pizza. Tucker, final pick? Uh, my final pick is Sims. It's a bar. I've been to it once. Sims got great wings. Uh, apparently, they have good wings. The I've barber heard. shop? Never been. It's very I mean, close to the barber shop. Barber shop is closed. It's closed up. Um, all right. My number five. I think I'm getting a tremendous value here. I'm going with Zinkies. Um... Oh. A place I've only been once. It is a desperation pick. It is end of the night. Everything's closed. You started at Patrick's. You started at 101. You went to Patrick's. You shot up to Dalton. to. You maybe stopped in, poked your head in Thistle. It was not lit. Uh, headed up to Reds. Had a good time and not done drinking. Let's go to Zinkies. Almost happened to us this weekend. They were closed by the time we got there, unfortunately. Um, but cute little sports bar. Not a ton of space, nothing really going on, just some cool lighting, some cool tables, cool bar, TVs. Nothing nothing special, but it is a desperation end of the night pick, and I think it is a good value at number five, Zinke's Tavern in Dalton. Two Dalton bars on my list. Didn't see that one coming. Um, I got some HMs. Go ahead. Uh, Applebee's. Yeah, that, that was number five, and I... I was yeah. going to do Tucker that, but I went the with the rolling walks. I went with the rolling well, walks. My, my, I, I didn't write anything down, and that was just the end of it. Applebee's. Um, Brava. This is Brava. Was on my, yeah, I was Brava. Again, never went, but all the all the people at the Heritage went after work. So. Yep. I went to Brava one time, and I ordered like a 28% beer, and it ruined my night. <laughs> And then the last one was, I know this is closed now, Bee's Doghouse, right across from the mall. Yeah, no, never went. Oh, that place was great. Now it's Zen's Doghouse, right? A lot of fun. It was Zen's, and then they, the guys lit it on fire for Brookhouse. Brookhouse. the name to Bee's, and then it was Brookhouse, and now it's nothing. Is it nothing? I think there's something there. Uh, I think it's still Brookhouse. I haven't been up there in a long time. Oh, maybe. I don't know. And make Great Barrington bars. Nobody go to Great Barrington? Do they have bars out there? Weird ones. Gypsy joint? Yeah. Is that still that closed, right? They got weird ones. Moon cloud. Yeah, definitely not going We might to need to make a, a, a scientific trip up to Great Barrington one night to see what that seems like. Definitely Don't weird. Be. A lot of weirdos in Great Barrington. Shout out Great Barrington. But huh? It's still live on air. We're live, yeah. I I totally forgot about that. I was about to say goodnight. Oh Jesus. Alright, last thing. Movie, Parent Trap. Who picked this one? Tucker? Cam? 
Um, all right, yeah. I think this movie suffers from the, – the, the opening is, is really good. Like the camp, the whole camp sequence, the sequence where they trade spaces. Once they come together, it's kind of forgettable for me. Yeah, you have the camping thing. That's funny. They send her out on the air mattress. Always wanted to do it. Um, I think we, we were going to do it to Tucker one time when we were somewhere, but didn't end up going through with it. Um, <coughs> I think the first half is a lot stronger. Also, uh, what's the what's the uh, dad's name again? The real dad? What's his real name? Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. I think Dennis Rob Quaid. looks a little like Dennis Quaid. I'm not a Quaid fan myself. No, I love I, Dennis Quaid. I actually. love Dennis Quaid. I think Rob looks a little like him. Um, Man loves cocaine. Does he? Good for him. Um, his son's now a famous actor. Also, does it's his son with Meg Ryan, isn't it? Um, yeah. And then it, the the yeah. mother is the one who died in a ski accident. I don't remember if I said that last week or not. Um, but also, also all time banger that's forgot about that I first heard in this movie. There she goes. There she goes. There she goes again. Banger. Um, movie's all right. I mean, I like the beginning. I like the camp sequence, like I said. Um, once they get together and put their plans into effect. Uh, not really for me. Also, this would never work. You know, divorced parents can't get them back together. Tried. Doesn't work. Um, <laughs> I'm going with a 6-4 for me. Who watched? Who else watched? I did, and I honestly am with you on the fact that I think the nostalgia brought back a lot of things the movie didn't. Like I don't know, like I've always had that really fond memories of the movie, and then I watched it, I was like, oh, this is not that good. Like it was kind of a drag to get through. Ah, uh, yeah, I just. I don't know what to say about it. Like, I, I agree. The first scene was still pretty good. Like, I was laughing. After that, it went downhill, though. I don't know. I just... It's just not the same movie that I remember when I was, like, 12 years old watching and thinking it was the funniest. Also, like, it's sad to see young Lindsay Lohan and know her life was just on a downward yeah. trajectory. <laughs> so, for me, it's a 6.1. Ooh, Tucker going lower than me in a rare yeah. moment. Uh, Dill, did you watch it? I did not. I think that's I a know. point loss. No. You did did you watch 20? Right? No, last week was 21 Jump Street. Ho! How recently do we have to watch these movies? Uh, within, <laughs> within a couple months. When's the last time you watched 21 Jump Street? A couple months. <laughs> that's that's going to be a point loss right there. I, mean, I know these movies front, back, and sideways. I could read you the manuscript upside down. And Doesn't matter. Listen, we, run, we run a weekly show here, all right? It's not a monthly show. It's a weekly show. Or whatever. I don't need it. It's a movie that you, you've probably seen sometimes. Cam? I I, I'm with the Your it's movie, okay. your score. Did you watch uh, it? A great movie. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah, can I get at least get in on the on the hate though? Oh yeah, go ahead, Dill. Well, and you hate all movies. No, I mean, Parent Trap is a, is a great movie. Um, I'm a huge Dennis Quaid fan, and uh, I just think it's it's good concept. It's a it's a remake of an original movie from like black and white from I don't know God knows where. Um, 
And uh, my favorite character is the grandpa smoking the pipe in the chair. That's just all I want in life, reading the newspaper. Um, I'll be there one day. Um, that's what I want. Uh, the, as a movie, I think it's great. Trey's hating on the, the outside of camp stuff. I think that's when the movie picks up. Um, I think when they switch places, it's good. I think when they come together in the hotel, it's kind of kind of slows there. I mean, the camping the camping sequence is good too, but other than that, uh, I mean, we can have our uh, our differences. Uh, I I just like the movie. It's a good movie. I should have watched it. I just didn't have time. Also, uh, what's the the nanny's name? Jesse. The, the yeah yeah yep. she's the best it's character. No, it's Tessie. Tessie. Jesse? Oh, Jesse. I thought it was Jesse when I was a kid, I and I thought it was Jesse thought it was now. Jesse. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Best character in, in, in the movie, in my opinion. She's great. Uh, Cam, go ahead. Tears stream down my face. Um, when Jesse finds out that, that she's uh, Hallie or Annie or whichever one, uh, you get goosebumps. I'm sorry. You can say you don't. I know they're there. I, uh, I love this movie. I used to think that Lindsay Lohan had his twin sister. I, I said that last week. I agree. Yeah. I was befuddled when I found out that wasn't the truth. I, to this day, I don't know how to get it. Magic. But Disney magic. He also destroys that, that British accent. Great job on that. Consistent job the whole movie. Um, on top of that, I remember watching this movie as a kid thinking she was like 20 years old um, and watching this back and realizing she's 11. Blows my mind. I used to be younger than her and just think that she was way older than me, automatically, both of them. And uh, it's fun to watch back. I haven't seen it in a while. Um, it was a great film. And I am, I'm going to go ahead and boost the score up a little bit. I'm going to go with a 7 6. I, I really do think it's, it's, it's wow. cinematic, cinematic uh, you know, above averageness. Also, what, um, what would your score be if we could count it? Um, Oh yeah, go ahead, Dill. Score for me, I'll give it a seven two. I think it's a good movie. As it stands right now, it comes in at a six seven. Um, also, Lindsay Lohan's name should be Annie. Like Annie fits her better than Lindsay, in my opinion. I don't know if it's because of Little Orphan Annie has red hair, she has red hair, but so does Dill lose the point? Dill lost a point, yeah. He is tied with you that's for a second. Some, that's some bullshit. It's really not. It's really. All right. Uh, who's the next movie after Cam? Let's see here. Uh, Probably me. Uh, who picked? I think it's Tucker. I did Longest Yard. You did Longest Yard, and then it was me, and then it was Cam. So Tucker. I'm going to go with Interstellar. Never seen it. I got Christopher Nolan. He's one of the few I haven't seen. So, yeah. All right, Interstellar it is. That's our show. We made the most of it. Not a huge week in sports, but we made the most of it. Um, Long episode, hour 40 minutes. We haven't gone this long in a long time, and we started late. Thanks to the jabronis out at the bar getting boozed up. Um, Thanks for listening. Check us out on our socials. Vote on our polls. We only got... Seven votes total on two polls today. That's unacceptable. Um, thanks for being uh, with us. Twitter. Tucker doesn't have a Twitter. 
Uh, thanks for your waste buds, and we'll see you next week. So long.